Hello and welcome to Chinese Folk Tales. This is Bebe. Today we have a lot to cover. Not that the story is that long, but because the characters in today's story are so significant in Chinese culture. There is a really bad guy, and there is another one who is considered as wise and righteous as a god. So let's start with the bad guy. He was King Zhou of Shang Dynasty. Most Chinese from my generation learned about him from this TV series called *The Legends of Deification*, made in the 1990s. As a kid, I thought the TV series was to show how cruel and ruthless this King Zhou was. And after watching it, you would hate. This particular concubine of his even more. She was supposedly a fox disguised as a beautiful woman. I still remember this one scene, where this foxy concubine of his was dancing to please the king, and her tail poked through her dress. The couple was ruthless beyond imagination, and they hated. The righteous and the kind more than anything else. I will refer to him as the ruthless king, so we don't get confused with the Chinese names. This ruthless King Zhou killed many people, especially the good ones who wanted to make things right and spoke the truth. People suffered but didn't dare to say anything. During that same period, a nobleman in another region was known for his good governance. He was a descendant of Hou Ji, the Minister of Agriculture under Emperor Shun. He was very much respected by his people, and he felt terrible for the people who lived under the rule of the ruthless king, especially for the ministers who were killed for doing the right thing. This nobleman later became King Wen of Zhou Dynasty. So let's just refer to him as King Wen. Soon, the ruthless King Zhou heard about King Wen, who said bad things about him behind his back. He wasn't happy about that. The king had him captured, and even killed his oldest son. The minister working for the good king Wen. Gathered all the treasures they could find and presented them to the ruthless king, including a magical wild beast called Zhou Wu. This pleased the ruthless king so much that he let go of the good king. After being tortured in prison, the good king Wen vowed to overthrow the Shang Dynasty and take revenge for his son. Though he acted. As if he obeyed and respected the ruthless king, the good King Wen was strengthening his forces in secret. He also knew that he needed help. He needed a general with exceptional talents for strategy and advice. He looked and waited, biding his time. One day. The good King Wen called for the help of a sorcerer because he had a nightmare the night before. 
It was still the time of fortune telling, with oracle bones. Day in and day out, the good King Wen thought about how to kill the ruthless King Zhou. And that night, he saw a tiger with wings pouncing towards him in his dream. What did this mean? The sorcerer probably burned a tortoise shell or two, and read the cracks on the bones. He was thrilled with what he saw, and told the good King Wen, "You should go hunt at the Wei River. There will not be a tiger or a dragon, but someone that will be able to help you, sent from heaven." The good King Wen had been waiting for this moment for so long. He set out for the river right away. When he arrived, there was nobody by the river except an old man with flowing white beard fishing. And here comes another one of those tales that everyone in China knows. There's even an idiom for it. People usually just say the first part, "Jiang Tai Gong Diao Yu." And then everyone would know that this means those who are willing will take the bait. So what's unusual about this old man was that the hook he was using was straight. So it was more like he was fishing with a nail. One of King Wen's followers asked the old man, "You are using a straight hook. No fish would bite." The old man lifted his pole and replied, "The willing would take the bait." This unusual old man was Jiang Ziya, another household name in China. Even though he lived some three thousand years ago, and I remember him as this kind and wise old man from the TV series in the nineteen nineties. Someone who just always knew the right thing to do and always had a clever plan. The good King Wen was intrigued by this old man, and they started talking. He soon found out that the old man was extremely well learned, definitely not one of the ordinary. This was the man he had been waiting and looking for. He invited him back to his palace as his grand advisor. The good King Wen died before he was able to take revenge, but his second son took the throne and became King Wu. All the way to the capital of Shang Dynasty, King Wu's army, under the leadership of Jiang Ziya, the old man, was invincible. Until the weather suddenly changed, it snowed for over ten days, and the army was stuck. One day, the army saw some strangers coming their way. They looked solemn and awe-inspiring. Jiang Ziya noticed something truly amazing about this group of people. The ground was covered with snow at that time, but the carriage. On which these strangers had arrived, left no print in the snow. He knew that these were not from the earthly realm. He was right; 
these were the gods of different seasons that we've talked about in past episodes. Along with them were gods of wind and rain. They paid their respect to King Wu and waited for orders. They were there to help destroy the Shang Dynasty. How could they not succeed? The weather cleared the next day, and the army soon approached the capital of the Shang Dynasty. The ruthless King Zhou called for his army to prepare for the fight. As far as I can remember, besides being ruthless, King Zhou was also known for his indulgence in wine and women. All he did, besides killing good people, was drinking and watching his beauty dance. So, what kind of an army could this guy possibly have? Many of his soldiers were captured slaves, besides, and hated the king more than the enemies did. In contrast, the invading soldiers were filled with hatred for the ruthless king. Not long after the army met on the battleground, the soldiers of the ruthless king switched sides and pointed their weapons toward the king's palace. The ruthless king knew that his end had come. He dressed up in all his fineries, bedecked with precious jewels, and jumped. Into a fire, and burned to death. So Zhou Dynasty replaced the Shang Dynasty and united the country. That's the story of Wu Wang Fa Zhou of King Wu's attack on the ruthless King Zhou. The old man with the white beard, Jiang Ziya. Became a legendary figure in Chinese culture, half human, half immortal. In many folk tales and legends, this attack on the ruthless king was turned into a chaotic fight involving deities and monsters. So, why was this TV series that I mentioned called "The Legend of Deification"? What a weird name! It's because. After the Shang Dynasty was overthrown, the victorious King Wu made his ministers lords of different provinces as a reward. The old man Jiang Ziya, who was revered as an immortal, gave deity titles to the people that died during the battle. A few warriors and heroes that lived were also given titles as deities. Among them. Was one little boy, I think it's a boy, but he dressed a bit like a girl. Anyhow, he's super famous in China. In fact, the biggest hit in China's box office in 2019, I think, was this animation about this little boy. His name is Nerja. I will tell you about this little boy in our next episode. So hope to see you then, and bye for now. This is a China Plus podcast. Special thanks go out to Sanlian Zhongdu for their help in creating the content for this show. 
If you like the podcast, please give us a rating and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. If you've got any questions or feedback, please feel free to contact us via email at podcastmcri.com.cn or find us on Twitter, China Plus Pods.